don't even know where to begin this, how to start this, or what even to talk about. So maybe I'll just start by telling you that I'm 21 and I go to college and that's about it. And right now I'm home from break. I have to sit in my childhood bedroom because I can't hang out with anybody because of COVID. And I think I'm going through like a midlife crisis because like I'm starting this now. I don't know what this is, but we'll find out. I have my wine and I'm by myself. What's better than that? I'll just sit here, drink my wine, and just spill a few stories that probably don't need spilling and probably no one should hear about. I'll talk about my lovely, lovely exes. Okay, so obviously I'm 21. You can't have that many serious relationships, like at all. I had one. Two, if you count like a little hookup in college, which technically I don't because it was such bullshit. So we'll get into the one from high school, which is such a mess and it's so fucked up. So I dated this guy in high school, right? For four years, off and on four years. And he was a year older than me and I thought it was the shit. I mean, obviously I loved him, right? But no, I got cheated on. I think I want to say like 10 times, 10 times. Did I do anything? No. Am I surprised? No. He literally cheated on me 10 times and like, I was like, I would cry and then I'd be like, oh, it's okay, whatever. And the last year before he was going off to college, I decided to hook up with his best friend. And he was my best friend at the time too. Like it was like the three of us, like we're like a trio, as you call it, like me, him, and the best friend and I hooked up with him like a few times not really it wasn't for revenge I would say it was more of just like okay like and then my boyfriend found out and that is when like shit hit the fan like actually hit the fan like it was so bad I got called I think every name in the book obviously he ended it and we didn't talk for like years and years like he left for college he moved and I finished my senior year and then obviously went to college and so like we didn't talk for like years I don't even know how it ended up happening but we started talking again just as like friends we've been friends ever since and here's the kicker he now has a girlfriend has had a girlfriend for a very long time and we don't talk on like the daily like we talk maybe once a month here and there we'll kind of just like fill each other in on like what's been happening in each other's lives and so obviously one night I was drinking as one does and I decided to call him because most of the time when we talked one of us was drunk like that's just how it how it went and mind you no feelings are there anymore like absolutely not so I called him one night none other than his if you can imagine the shock and terror that flew through my body when I heard a girl's voice pick up the phone. Like, I didn't even know what to say except to be sassy. Because when I'm drunk, like, sometimes I can get, like, a little sassy and have a little bit of an attitude. And when I say a little, it's usually a lot. And so she answers the phone and she's like, what do you want? And I'm like, um, to talk to him, obviously. Like, why else would I be calling? And she's like, well, who is this and why do you keep calling me? I said my name, obviously. Like, what the fuck? 
like I was so rude I don't like remember a ton of like actually what happened like through the conversation all I know is that the next morning I wake up and I'm like oh my god like what the fuck did I do like what did I say what did I do because I wake up obviously on top of my bed no blankets on top of me and my makeup's still on so I'm like oh god and as a girl the first thing you do after a night of drinking is check your call log And when I checked my call log, I was mortified because I will call everybody no matter what time it is in the night. If you're in my contacts, like I will call you. And if you don't answer, I'll keep calling you. Like it's one of those types of things. And so I don't text him, of course. I'm like, fuck, maybe he forgets about it. I'm trying to forget about it. Whatever. A few days go past and I'm drinking again and I go to check my Snapchat and I see that he unadds me on Snapchat. So I'm like, oh fuck, must have been bad. So then I go on Instagram, blocked. So I'm like, uh oh. So moral of the story is like, don't drunk call your ex or try to be friends with an ex. Honestly, I think like trying to be friends with exes just like it doesn't work out. You can't be friends with an ex. Like it doesn't work out that way. As much as I wish it would, it doesn't. Also, there's going to be a pattern within these podcasts that I think you'll pick up on rather quickly, and that's a lot of this shit happens when I drink. And no, I don't have a drinking problem. I'm doing fine. But a lot of my bad decisions are when I'm drunk. And you'll realize that very, very quickly, because all of my stories pretty much start with when I drink or after I drink, just like this next one. Oh my god, on the topic of exes, not even exes, just like boys in general. So my first year of college, I went to this party and I see this guy and I'm like, oh my god, I want to start talking to him. Like, he's so cute. And so I obviously go up to him and we start talking and we get each other's like Snapchats. We talk for days and days and days, like all day every day i hung out with him i went over to his dorm and nothing would happen like we didn't hook up like he'd play fortnite and i would just sit there and i thought that was like the fucking best no it wasn't now looking back at it i'm like okay like thank god he got away from that i really liked him because i was like so used to like such shitty like relationships that like when he was nice to me i was like oh my god a guy is nice to me and so I want to say like two months in, I ask him to hang out and I'm like, do you want to hang out? Like, I'm not doing anything tonight. Like, you can come over. I can come over, whatever. And he's like, no, like, I can't. I'm busy. Like, I have so much schoolwork. And I'm like, okay, like, it's fine, whatever. Guys should know that girls are literally FBI agents. We're so good at finding shit out. So I'm sitting in my dorm and I'm like, something doesn't feel right. Like, what am I missing? So I'm on his social media and I'm like looking through. And I see that he has all these old posts with this one girl. So I'm like, oh my God. Like, let's look at her. Her Instagram, private. But she had a Visco link. So I click the Visco link and it takes me to her Visco. And lo and behold, it is photos on photos on photos of them two. Like, together in bed, like mirror pics, like every pic you could imagine a couple would take. And obviously you can't tell him how, like I couldn't tell him how I found this out. So I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, is there another girl? Like, just tell me if there is, but like, I'm done, but just tell me if there's another girl. Like hinting, and making it very clear that I know there's another girl. And he kept saying, no, no, like I'm just so busy, like double majoring. Bullshit. I knew damn well there was another girl. Like, I saw all the pictures, 
and the most recent photo on her visco was of them the day i asked him to hang out so i was like okay this makes no sense and that was the first and when i'm drunk everything my parents have taught me leaves my brain runs away from me so i said yes that was the start of hell living hell this guy was so shitty to me i can't even fucking explain it because it was so bad but literally only invited me over at like 1 a.m he didn't go to class so then i didn't go to class and so my freshman like year was so bad because i didn't go to class i spent every night at his house drinking that was a very low point and then he was in a frat i hate frat guys now traumatized traumatized nor do i ever want to date a frat guy their personality is their frat well i'm not in greek life so maybe i'm like biased but like frat boys drive off of telling people what frat they're in it's weird like it's a really weird dynamic greek life it's just fucking weird i don't get it thank god i'm not in it no shame to anyone who's in it but i'm at so i go to his frat party and then I see him, like, leaving with this girl. So then I start crying. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm, like, miserable. And I leave. I'm in tears. He pretty much ends it, even though we were never, like... I literally did not leave my bed for, I want to say, like, a week. Didn't go to classes and never got out of bed. Didn't eat. Like, nothing. Did I leave him? No. <laughs> no. Of course not. If I can't leave a cheater, why would I leave someone who, like, is just mean to me? It's fucking whack. Don't worry, I go to therapy, so, like, I talk with this all, like, with my therapist. Now I'm just venting for, like, you guys to hear, like, my funny stories, even though this one's, like, not funny. I'll tell you a funny one. So I haven't started, like, I I took a very long break <laughs> after freshman year of just, like, literally not even wanting to speak to guys. So my best friend one night was like, you should go on Tinder. Like, go on Tinder, you'll love it. And I didn't love it. I still don't love it. I'll never love it. I like hate small talk and I think it's just like when you're on like a dating site like Tinder or Hinge, your conversations are the same each time. Like it's painful. And so anyways, last summer I decided fuck it, I'll do it. Like might as well. And so I did and I met this guy, I started talking to this guy and it was fine. Like I didn't mind him. He seemed really cool problem is is on tinder a lot of the guys don't include their height which is like come on like if you're a guy please put your height in like i need to know because i'm tall and the last thing i want is to meet up with you and you be like five five because i'm five nine and if i meet a guy who's shorter than me sorry if this is rude not happening not happening so i take his picture like i screenshot his one of his pictures on tinder and this literally sounds crazy but i saw it on tiktok so it's not my fault he was holding a solo cup and if you've seen the tiktok you measure what they're holding and then you stack it next to them and you can calculate their height whatever so i calculated his height and he ended up being like maybe an inch taller than me or like two inches taller than me and i agreed to hang out with him and i invited him up to my lake house and as so i go up to my lake house with my best friend and we're just kind of sitting in the kitchen waiting for him to come he's like not texting me that he's here but it's like been a while and we have bb guns in our garage and the garage was open 
And so without us knowing, he went into the garage, took one of the BB guns, ran around the house, started banging on the windows, holding up the gun. And I knew that was a red flag. Like, who does that? Speechless. Terrifying, honest to God. It was so scary. Because at first, I mean, it looks like a real gun. And then, like, it kind of processed in my head, like, okay, like, that's a BB gun. But, like, still, like, why did he do that? I don't know. And we bring it up all the time. Like, I always talk with my friend, like, thank God I'm done with that because that was fucking weird. Talked about, like, this TikTok that I found. And it was like when your one night stand doesn't leave until 4 p.m. the next day. That literally happened to me. And that is why I don't like having people over at my house. Because I want to be the one. Like, I'll never kick someone out. But like, if I'm at someone else's house, I can choose to leave. And that's so much better. And so that happened. The same guy who showed up with the gun came to my house. And first of all, we were I was drinking. He wasn't drinking. And... At like midnight, I was like, fuck it. Like, I want to go for a drive. And I'm like, let's go to Chicago. Let's drive to Chicago. It's an hour drive. Let's do it at midnight. And it was in the summer. So we took the Jeep and I take off the tops. We start driving. He starts driving. And I pulled out my maps, okay? I pulled out my maps and I typed in Chicago. I don't know why I wanted to go to Chicago, but we went. Kind of. And I swear to God, I put on my maps, Chicago, and we're driving. And I'm like, in my head, like, this is taking a really long time. Like, we're on the highway for, like, longer than we should be. And the hours keep passing by. And it's been, like, two hours. And we're just driving on the highway. Tops are off the Jeep. It kind of registered in my head after two hours. Like, "Mm, maybe you should check the directions and, like, where you are. And so I check my maps. And we're in Rockford, Illinois. For those who don't know, way west. We were supposed to go south. We're way west. And by now, it's probably three o'clock in the morning. I tell him, I'm like, you know what? Like, we're not headed to Chicago. Like, we got to turn around and just like, we went the wrong way. How that happened, I literally don't know. So we stop in this random gas station. I didn't bring any shoes. So I'm barefoot. And he's like, please go get me a coffee. I'm like, Okay, I will. So I run into this random, sketchy gas station in the middle of nowhere at three o'clock in the morning, no shoes, and I go and fill up two cups of coffee. And at this point, it's freezing and the top is off. So it's literally ice cold. And he's pissed because we're in the middle of nowhere right now. We're in Rockford. We have to literally just turn around and go home. And me being me, I fell asleep. I was like, fuck it, I'm not driving. Like, I'll take a nap in the car. We get home at 7 o'clock in the morning. To tie this into, like, how it relates to that TikTok of, like, the one-night stand staying till 4, we came home, we got home at 7 a.m., and we go up to my room. I'm like, I'm going to bed, whatever. Falls asleep, we wake up at, like, 12. The kid doesn't leave until 6 p.m. He just sat in my room till 6 p.m., and I'm like, I had things to do and I didn't want to be like, okay, like you have to leave. But he just sat there until 6 p.m. And I was sober at that point. And so I wanted like nothing to do with anything like him. I wanted nothing to do with him, but he wouldn't leave. And so it was horrible. And that's why I think that if you are hooking up with a guy for the first few times and are not comfortable telling someone to leave 
your house or your bedroom or your apartment, go to their place. Because then at least that way you can be like, oh, I have to leave, like, and make up an excuse. But if someone is, like, at your place, kind of hard to, like, I don't know if it's just me, but it's kind of hard to, like, tell someone to leave. Because I always feel like I'm being rude. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. For this being my first time I've ever done this, I think I did an okay job. I mean, I'm just sitting at my desk drinking wine and talking into a microphone. But, I mean, I don't think it was terrible. And little bonus information. If you want to know what happened with my ex's best friend, who I cheated on my ex with, his best friend, we dated for a few months. And now we're kind of friends, kind of not friends. But he has a girlfriend, so I don't talk to him. I haven't talked to him in a while. But yeah, we literally dated. I dated my ex's best friend, who I cheated on him with. That's shitty. But I mean, looking back on it, I would never do it again. (laughs) Don't do it. (laughs) But in my 21 years, I had one boyfriend. I've talked to a ton of guys. Good for me. Pat myself on the back for that one. But nothing more. And that's like something anybody else like can't get out of the talking stage. Like, ew. I hate that. And I hate small talk. And I just hate talking. I don't love meeting people. And so maybe this is why like I like talking. In doing this is because like no one knows who I am. I'm not saying my name. I'm not saying any names. But I like just being able to kind of just like rant. This one's short and sweet since it's my first one. So I think next time, instead of talking about my relationships, I'll talk about my drunk stories because I feel like I have so many of them. My drunk stories are the best. Oh my god, I can't even believe that I forgot that. My first boyfriend was so close with my family that my mom will still talk to him. My sister will be like you need to like marry him like i love him like get back together with him and it's like no one's on my side like what the fuck i don't know i throw that in there but my family is in love with them him my family is literally in love with him so i cannot escape it no matter how many years go by mind you this was in high school so like four years ago and it still is like brought up to me and there is a time that we are out my family and i were out to dinner with this family meet we met in the Bahamas and my mom starts pulling up our prom photo to talk about him is literally showing random people our prom photos because like she loves him so much and I just had to kind of just like sit there and be like uh okay like it was so awkward and everybody still always asks about him but now I'm blocked so I can't even tell them anything because I have no idea what the fuck's going on so Thought I'd throw that in there because I thought it was funny and relevant. 